What's up, fellow JavaScript and TypeScript fans? This is Zach, and you're listening to the Dino Developer Show. With your JavaScript and or TypeScript skills, you can write server-side code in Dino, a fast and secure JavaScript and TypeScript runtime. On this show, I talk about going from a novice in server-side code and Dino to a productive and secure backend developer. So listen in as we demystify server-side programming and secure your confidence with Dino. On this week's episode, I'll be covering what is a code playground and what it is like to work and try out Dino with Dino Deploys Playgrounds. I thought this would be a good episode since there are probably a bunch still curious about Dino itself and curious how it works and would like to just play around with it. You know, don't set up anything on your local environment. Just be able to play around with Dino and see how it's different from Node, maybe. Or maybe, you know, again, you are a beginner to server-side programming and you just want to test it out. Dino's a great way to do that. And Dino's uh, Dino Deploys Playgrounds are a great way to play around with Dino. So, yeah. And by the way, I saw recently that they put out their pricing model. Honestly, it seems pretty reasonable. Uh, That's just me. Um, Again, as mentioned in the last episode, I'd personally go with Dino Deploy over Heroku for deploying a Dino app. But hey, that's just me. Uh, You should try them out for yourself and see what you like and dislike about both and, you know, have your own opinion there. Uh, Don't just take my word for it. Okay, so let's actually get into the main topic here, which is Dino Deploy Playgrounds. Let's start off by simply saying what a code playground is. So you can find a lot of these around now. They are oftentimes browser-based code editors or environments to probably like teach you how to code or like test out that thing, that new uh, piece of tech. Uh, So it could be a language or whatever the case may be. The nice part is that you don't have to go through all the setup of like downloading that thing like Dino, React, or Go, or Rust, whatever that thing that you desire to uh, try out. You don't actually have to go download that thing. You can just go play with it and see how it works. Some popular examples of code playgrounds are JS Fiddle, CodePen, Replit. I think that's how you pronounce that one. I use that one quite a bit whenever I was just starting to learn how to code. So yeah, Code Sandbox, Glitch, and the list goes on. Again, some are meant for specific things like learning or... um, quick testing purposes or even getting something out and off the ground and into the world very quickly so that, you know, you can iterate later. They all have their different purposes. Some of them overlap, you know, depends on the, which playground you're going to use. Dino deploy has its own playground. Um, that's pretty straightforward. The nice part about it is that you can write something like JSX TSX, JS, TS, and just go and deploy it. And now it's out into the world without any setup of Dino locally, or you're not really even paying anything, honestly, as long as you're not getting a ton of requests. 
um, you don't have to pay for anything and you have your own domain. Uh, you don't get to totally pick it. I mean, you can edit it some, but, um, you know, you don't have to go to name cheap, uh, and go to domain or anything like that. So it's pretty nice, right? Uh, so in the next part, we'll talk about actually using Dino Deploy pr- Playgrounds, what they're like. I'll go through a little bit of my experience on a, pro- a little side project that I'm doing for myself. Hey, real quick. Are you looking to learn the basics of Dino and create more secure applications with JavaScript and TypeScript? Node.js is great. There's no doubt about it. But... It's not perfect, and with cyber attacks of increasing severity becoming more and more of a concern for companies and users, security is becoming more and more of a focus. Go to dinodeveloper.com and get your free ebook on the basics of Dino permissions, an essential part of Dino and making your server-side JavaScript and TypeScript applications more secure. In this ebook, I explain the need for more secure applications today, how Dino takes this more seriously than Node.js, and how to actually do them. Are you ready to make more secure applications to protect you and, more importantly, your users? Again, go to dinodeveloper.com for Dino Permissions ebook. The link is in the show notes. All right, now let's hit on what you can actually do with Dino deploys playgrounds and when you might want to consider using it. If you go to Dino.com and sign up with your GitHub account, you can create a free playground or multiple. When you go through and create the playground, you have the option of using JavaScript, TypeScript, JSX, or TSX, which is obviously pretty nice. I mean, like, it's nice that you can use any of them. Um, The editor is pretty nice and helpful. Uh, It's, you know, just a basic editor, really. I mean, it's pretty much like using VS Code out of the box with the, I think it has like the Dino extension in it, if you are familiar with that. From what it seemed, unless I glossed over it, which is very possible, so you might want to check it out before taking my word for it, um, you cannot do a TS config. I could be wrong there. I mean, I might have uh, just glossed over that, but go check that out. Now it's set you up with a temporary domain to create something and start building something. It's easy to save and deploy quickly. So iterating fast is very possible. Again, that's pretty nice if you're just trying trying out Dino and or you are just trying to get something out there fast and not concerned so much with perfection right now. I mean, you're just starting a project. So um, most of the time you're not, unless it's a very serious project. If it's just a side project, you know, this is a great option for you. You can send the live version to coworkers, friends, family, etc. It's live. So yeah, whoever. Another thing to note is that you can share your project with others by making it public and they can see the code. 
However, it seems like the logs are still private and only the creator of that project or that playground can see them. So there's that. You can add domains, environment variables, etc. It's basically like writing and deploying an app in the browser. Okay, just think of like if you ever used Glitch before, um, pretty similar there. Unless uh, a thing to note here is unless I misunderstood or didn't see how, it doesn't seem like you can create multiple files though. Okay, so let's say I was trying to like figure out how do I maybe add like some HTML or something or CSS so that I can send static files. Um, it doesn't seem like that's very possible. Um, so maybe check that out first. Uh, again, I could be wrong on that one, but uh, I did not see how. Now, when you are ready to become, to become a little bit more serious about Dino, then you can export your project to GitHub and it does... Uh, a short and sweet process to create a new repo. And uh, yeah, you just bring down your code and there you go. You're off to the races, you know, doing more with that, uh, that project there. Playgrounds are, you know, deploy play playgrounds, excuse me, are pretty good for um, somebody that is just getting started with Dino and doesn't want to download it uh, just yet and do all of the setup, etc. Um, if you are just learning backend dev or Dino specifically, this is a great option for you. Also, playgrounds, uh, Dino playgrounds are a good option for somebody that just wants to get something out into the world very fast. And again, not worried about setup at the moment. You don't need to go get a domain or anything, just have an account, write some code, and your project is out there. Uh, another one is somebody that would like to test something out and want to show a coworker, maybe, maybe it's you're testing out like uh, something specific that you can do with JS or TS or uh, JSX or TSX or maybe it's a bug or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, maybe that's something to consider. This is also, I think a good place for now, this one's a little maybe out there, but I think this is also a good place for a JavaScript or TypeScript beginner to play around with some code challenges to get practice. So wh why I thought of this was whenever I started out, like I was doing a lot of, um, code challenges. And as I said before, I think I was using Replit, if that's how you pronounce it. Um, yeah, I was using Replit quite a bit to do JavaScript challenges um, to grok the language. And, you know, I think that this would be really good for a newbie because they can write out their challenges in a playground and then export that and then have that on on github so yeah they can show off their work um and show that they can do fizzbuzz and stuff like that in, in javascript and typescript all right that concludes this episode of the dino developer show 
Thank you so much for listening as always. And remember, for your free ebook on how Dino's permissions work, check out dinodeveloper.com. The ebook gets you going with how Dino's permissions are an improvement over Node and how you actually do them. If you are looking for things JavaScript, TypeScript, and Dino related on Twitter, follow me at Zachary Krav. That's Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y-K-R-A-V. And as always, if you enjoy this show, give it a follow and a review of your podcast platform of choice. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Reason, and Amazon Music, and I'm sure there's a whole bunch more. You can also subscribe to the RSS feed. Music is done by audionautics.com. My name is Zach, and I'll talk to you next time.